Welcome to episode 185 of the Irresistible You podcast. All right, you guys. So today I am going to be bringing back a series that I started last year called 10 Pounds 10 Times. I need some accountability. And I figured publicly sharing my weight loss journey again, staying consistent with the journey, plus consistently sharing the results over here on the podcast and my YouTube channel will keep me focused and keep me headed where I need to go. So I have just felt, and it's not a feeling, it's there's facts to back this up, that I have been kind of like just, you know what I consider it? Okay, so I think about <laughs> like sitting on a boogie board or a surfboard or even like a little raft. Okay, we're, pro- we're probably in a beat up raft at this point. Let's just be honest. In the ocean and we're drifting up to shore, getting some results. We're almost out of there. And then this one wave kind of pulls us back out. And we're playing this game over and over again. And I have just gotten to the point where enough is enough. We need to get out of this little raft. And we need to get ourselves up on a luxury yacht. Okay. (laughs) Or we need to get ourselves to shore because we are done riding this little beat up raft in the wave. Okay. So... When I originally started 10 pounds, 10 times, I recorded a few episodes, kind of dropped off, didn't continue it. And my goal then is the same as my goal now is to share, you know, more of my um, journey with you guys. And I have just felt stalled out for a very long time where, you know, lose five pounds, gain five pounds back, lose five pounds, gain five. It's like constantly going on that wave. Like I was telling you. And the reason I started 10 pounds 10 times and the reason I call it that is because I have or had at this point, which is a really good thing to say, about 100 pounds to lose. So in 2020, I had my son, my second kid, my last kid, and I was right around 270 pounds when I delivered him. And I decided you know, I probably want to land somewhere in the one seventies that for me, for some people that might be overweight for me, that's like a very healthy size where I still feel curvy and thick, but healthy. Once I get there, I might decide, you know, uh, we want to go down a little more. The most, the smallest I would probably ever, ever be honestly would be like no more than 150. So I called it 10 pounds 10 times because when we think about losing 100 pounds, it is a daunting task. When you tell yourself you need to lose 100 pounds, it feels like you've already wanted to give up before you got started because it just feels like it's impossible. And I am someone who likes to take goals and chunk them down into small, digestible mini goals that I can't accomplish. So I thought to myself, well, to lose a hundred pounds, all I have to do is lose 10 pounds, 10 separate times. 
okay, cool. I can do that. And so when I originally started all this, like I said, right when he was born, um, at the end of 2020, I was around 270 and I am, so I'm going to share numbers with you and then I'm going to, I'm going to get into some, um, some details, I guess, explanation of kind of what's been going on. So currently, as I'm recording this today, it is May 8th, 2023. When I got on the scale this morning, I am 232. Okay. Now, about a month ago, I was down to 222. <laughs> I was 222 right before I took the kids on our little spring break trip. And I got back from the trip and I got on the scale and it said 232. And this was like a month ago. And I thought to myself, what the F? There is no way in hell I gained 10 pounds in the past week. Like, how is that even possible? And so I kind of just was like, eh, whatever. A lot of it was probably water weight, you know, swelling. I, I always get swollen when I travel. I don't know what that's all about. And when I got on the scale again, like maybe a week later, I'm going to pull up my, my stuff. Cause I, I keep track of everything in my Weight Watchers app. So when I got on the scale about a week later, it was down to 229. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm glad to see I'm coming back down. However, I guess I really might, must've gained that full amount of weight, which is crazy to me. So anyway, um, the following week I was down to 228. So now it's starting to become discouraging, right? Because here I was, I was at 222 at the beginning of April. That was very exciting to me because I had not seen that number since like the early weeks of my pregnancy with Javi. And I was like, okay, I'm finally building momentum. I'm back in the game. I'm back on track. And this last weight gain really just pissed me off, honestly. But then when I look at it and I get down to business, I can't really be mad because I'm not fully committing to the process, which is something I know I preach a lot here on the podcast. And sometimes we have to take a really deep dive and analyze ourselves and recognize what we're doing wrong or recognizing what we're maybe not doing at all. And I do recognize that I have taken my eye off the ball. I have become inconsistent with what I'm doing. I'm not being conscious of what I'm doing, which is a huge thing. We have to be aware. We can't zombie walk through. We can't zombie eat through our, our, our way. And not staying top of mind with my goals, which is why I, I released that episode last week where I talked about the reason you're not accomplishing your goals is because you're losing sight of them because you're not tuning into what you want every single day. And I know for me, that's very true because you set the goal, you set the intention, the month gets going, life gets running. And next thing you know, it's the middle of the month and you're still in the same place, or maybe you've even gained some of the weight back. And so on Friday, Today is Monday. On Friday, when I got on the scale, it was still at 228. So it's kind of like just been holding at this pattern. But again, 
I am not putting in the full amount of work that needs to happen in order to get that number down. So let's keep that in mind. Let's, let's tell the truth of what's going on, right? That's a big thing in your weight loss journey is you have to stop lying to yourself and you have to get honest and you have to tell the truth and the paint, the real picture of what's going on. Not what you wish was going on. Because so many times we say, oh, I just, I'm doing everything right and the weight's not coming off. And that's bullshit. You're not telling the full story, right? And so on Friday, it was at 228. And every time I get on the scale, I just kind of roll my eyes when I see it. Because I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, here we go. And realizing, yeah, yeah, you, you did gain the weight back. Um, and we have to do the work to get it back off. Right. And we're going to do it. So then today is Monday. I get on the scale and it's, <laughs> it's two thirty-two. you guys, like what is with this two thirty-two? It keeps coming back to haunt me. I really thought we were done for good with these two thirties. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. It, it came back again on Monday and I'm like this morning going, there is no way, there's absolutely no way that I ate five pounds worth of shit over the weekend that would constitute a five pound weight gain again. How is this continuing to happen? And it was also a bit of a wake up call to me that it's like, if you don't get your eye back on the ball, if you don't put yourself back in the game, and if you don't start taking accountability and being consistent, you're going to keep flip flopping these five to 10 pounds and, you know, moving back and forth on this rickety ass raft out in the ocean. And we're, I'm, I'm to the point where I am so freaking over this. I'm over the inconsistencies in myself. I'm over, I'm just done with it. Like I'm disgusted with having to, having to go through this once again. Right. And I don't look at it as like having to go through it again in terms of like, Oh, my weight loss journey is failing. I have to start over. No, all of this is one big journey. Right. And I want to just stress to you that just because you have a weight gain, doesn't mean you're starting from zero. I am 232 pounds today. I was 270 pounds October 2020. Okay, that is still, right? Like that is still almost 50 pounds down. So we have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge we're not starting from zero. And all of this is just part of the journey. You might have months or now that I'm looking back on my history, you might even have a year where you're basically staying the same or you're bouncing between these five to 10 pounds. You will have to get to a point within yourself where you decide enough is enough. What am I going to do to take accountability to make this cycle stop? Because this cycle will not stop as long as you are half-assing it. And I have to be very honest with you guys that when it comes to my weight loss journey, an active weight loss journey, I have been half-assing it for a while. And I am choosing to no longer do that. And I am choosing to take this public. I don't have to do that. 
I am choosing to hold myself accountable to you guys because I want to show you the real and the raw that goes into a weight loss journey, that it's not always, you know, celebrations and weight coming down. You're going to have weight coming back up. You're going to have weight stalling out. You're going to get complacent. You're going to get sick and tired. Like I want to show all of that because that is part of the process. The process is not intended to be happy, perfect, always winning, always going down. And when you're caught up in like that diet culture, perfectionism, zero to a hundred trap, anytime things don't go in a positive way, you beat yourself up, you claim you have to start all over and you, you just start all of that inner fat bitch chatter. And so I'm bringing back this series. I'm going to post every week. Now, this is not going to replace our normal, you know, weekly episode. It's going to only add to the content that's here. And I'm committed this time to the process because I'm not getting any younger. I'm 41 years old, you guys. And I'm like, if I don't get a hold of this and get this weight off, like, like when, when, when is it ever actually going to happen? Right. It's not going to happen. And I'm tired of being stalled out. I'm tired of the inconsistencies and I'm tired of hearing myself talk about these things. And so what really woke me up in addition to this is I went back to the last 10 pound, 10 times episode that I had recorded and Oddly enough, it was almost a year ago. <laughs> it was almost one year ago in June when I did the last episode. And when I went on the episode, I talked about my weigh-in. I had just broke the new decade. I had just broken into um I had just broken into the 230s. Okay. So let me just hang on, let me see this for a second because I think I'm I think I'm actually beating myself up more than I need to. Hang on. Okay, yeah, no. Okay, so last June, I had finally broken into the into 230, right? So I was 230, and by mid-June, I did drop to 228, and then I went back to 231, then I went down to 229. So here's my point. For almost a year now, we have been in the same weight range within five to 10 pounds of like up and down, up and down. Enough is enough, like enough. So I am ready to break through and stay consistent and be in control. And that's the thing, you guys, is you sometimes feel like you have no control in this process. And that is the furthest from the truth because there's a lot of things in my life that I don't have any control over. And that can feel very scary. And it feels especially scary for me because if any of you are into like the Enneagram personalities, I am an Enneagram type eight and an Enneagram's core fear is to lose control. And there's a lot of things in my life that I can't control. And that terrifies me. 
because they're things that would be devastating if they happened, right? But one of the few things that I can control and you as well is what goes into our mouth, right? We get to 100% control what goes into our mouth, which ultimately can control and determine whether we lose the weight or not. Because weight loss is not complicated. It is, it is not a complicated thing. It is a scientific, um, what am I trying to say here? Equation, basically, right? Of calories in, calories out. That's really all it boils down to. However, we know if it was that simple, we would all be at our goal weight. So the actual process of weight loss, like the burning of calories, the burning of fat, is very, very simple, and it's not complicated. What's complicated is the emotions that are tied behind the food, that are tied behind losing and gaining weight. That's the part that gets complicated and that you have to do the work on right? If it was as easy as, you know, eat less, move more and follow this food plan. Well, we would all be skinny. Okay. So clearly there's something bigger and more to it that is highly emotional and highly mental that we have to conquer and we have to focus on in order to get to where we want to be. Okay. So this is my this episode was like a little hard for me, you guys, because it's very raw and vulnerable and like getting into the numbers and sharing it. But I also know that if I don't share it, I'm doing a disservice to me and I'm doing a disservice to you as well, because somewhere out there, one of you listening will resonate with this, will be inspired by this, will be able to put their foot down as well and say enough is enough. And I am sick and tired of the weight. I am sick and tired of what it feels like. Okay. And I want to say this. You can be sick and tired and disgusted almost by the, the weight without being disgusted with you. And that doesn't come easily. That doesn't come overnight. That comes with doing the work within the irresistible you framework and, and applying those guiding principles to your life and changing the way you think and feel about yourself. I can, I'm not disgusted at me. I'm disgusted with how this extra weight makes me feel right. And I no longer want to have to carry this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I have to put in the work in order to stop that. And also knowing you can't operate from a place of being disgusted with yourself if you want this to work long term. You honestly, it's like, you will lose the weight in a healthy, sustaining way because you love yourself. Because you love yourself enough to take better care of yourself, right? And 
I know there's this quote. I don't know where it originated from, so I'm I apologize for not crediting it to whomever was the first person to say this, but it's been said so many times that it's just kind of like a saying now. But there's a saying, um, I'll paraphrase, that says, if you don't make time for your health and wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. If you don't make time for your health, you'll be forced to make time for your illness, right? And so really think about that and how you're going to prioritize you because it will catch up to you eventually. And it's okay to have these lulls. It's okay to have weight gains. It's okay to have, you know, times where you've stalled out or, you know, it's okay. What matters is that you're willing to get back in the game, back on the horse, and you're willing to admit to yourself where you're not doing things correctly. And that's a skill that I have learned and, you know, really gotten to do better over the years is having these honest conversations with myself and not sitting here like living in denial about what's actually going on. I have just not been focused. It's always in the back of my mind. It it always is there when I start my day. And I sometimes allow my circumstances to dictate what I eat. And that's not okay anymore. And I have a lot. By losing the weight, I have a lot to gain. Okay. By not losing the weight, I have a lot to lose. So I am just at this place where there is no longer a plan B for this. Like it's just going to happen and I'm going to make it happen. And I'm going to, you know, not only get back to 222 from April, but then let's move into the next decade. So let's talk about decades for a little bit. Um, I define a decade as, you know, a weight range. So for example, the two thirties, the two forties, the, you know, and so on, that is what I consider to be a decade. So even if you don't have 100 pounds to lose, you can still tell yourself, you know, um, 10 pounds, four times, three pounds, three times, whatever that number is for you that you need to lose. And then you start to mark off those decades. So when I look at my, my history here, you know, I'm writing this down as I'm talking. It's like, we've scratched out 270. We've scratched out 260. We've scratched out 250. We've scratched out 240. We've scratched out, well, we had scratched out 230 and we were just about to scratch out the 220s and now I've got to do some some backpedaling a little bit. And that's okay. That's why I wanted to share this with you all because even someone like myself who has done the emotional weight work, so to speak, the irresistible you applies the irresistible framework, has these tools and resources, I can still experience the backsliding, I can still experience those weight gains. And I want you to know that. Um, but when I look at, and that doesn't mean I'm a failure at all, because when you look at the bigger picture, 
I am still in a much better place than I was. Like I'm looking here through my, my list than I was three years ago, obviously. Um, I'm in a much better place than I was when I look at May end of April of 2022, I'm still down. So, you know, it's time to really like build that momentum because I'm tired of the slowness. And it's so funny because I always tell you guys, it doesn't matter how long it takes, throw your timelines out the window. But I've just kind of been kicking the can down the road for a very long time. And, you know, I won't beat myself up over that because the reason for it is, I mean, there's a lot of factors here, right? There's a lot of factors for why it's been that way. And there's been other things going on in my life that took priority, right? Those of you that know, know. And dealing with some very heavy things over the last couple of years and also adjusting to having a second child and getting through the newborn phase and the infant phase. And now we're moving through, oh my God, he's almost going to be a preschooler. I can't even. So it's like, we need to get our shit together. We need to have a real honest conversation with ourselves and be like, look, bitch, <laughs> like enough is enough. Like tell your, tell the truth, tell the truth of what's really going on. Stop lying to yourself and saying, I'm doing everything right. I don't know why the weight's not coming off. I promise you every time someone says that they're not doing everything right. They're not even doing like a third of the things right. And they will say that. And I can, I can tell you that because I've been that person in the past. So, all right. What am I going to do going forward? So right now you guys know that have been listeners with me for a long time you know that I don't believe in big, drastic changes. They don't sustain. They don't last. I don't believe in going zero to 100. So if you've been, you know, in this lull or you've gained weight or you're just not really in the game, you can't just go zero to 100 and you're eating like some dry ass chicken breast and some broccoli. Like, girl, that's not going to work. Okay. We have to just number one. Excuse me. We have to get back to basics. So what are basics for me? The basics for me are, so for those of you that don't, I do use the Weight Watchers app to track my food. Um, I do follow the points. That is what has worked for me in the past. It gives me that structure. It gives me that accountability. And that is what I choose to do going forward. So for me, getting back to basics is number one. Number one, we're going to track every single thing we eat. Now, notice I did not say we are going to plan everything we're going to eat because I think sometimes when you have been not paying attention as closely as you should and you've been half-assing your weight loss, you know, um, one of the first things you have to do is give yourself a reality check. And you give yourself a reality check by tracking every single thing you're eating so that you can see where you need to make changes in the first place. And that is one of those tools of not allowing yourself to just go zero to a hundred. And then you go so quickly and so hard that you burn yourself out, you know, within days or weeks. Okay. So what I'm doing right now 
is every single day this week, I am tracking everything that goes in my mouth. I don't care if it's going over my points. We are going to track because what that does is it creates awareness. When you have to be accountable to yourself to write the shit down or type it in, whatever you're doing, when you have to be accountable to yourself and see, you start to go, well, dang, like, okay, no wonder we're, you know, putting on the weight. No wonder we're staying at this number. And it mentally does something to where you start to make better choices because you know you're being accountable to something. Okay. So back to basics. Number one, we're tracking our food. Okay. Number two for me is walking. I need to get back into going on a daily walk. And it's crazy to me that this has fallen off of my my day-to-day because I love to walk. I love to go on trails. I love to just walk around the neighborhood. I love to go, you know, just get outdoors and breathe in the fresh air. It's, it's like it does something for me emotionally and mentally as well. And I have been finding myself choosing not to do that. And I know because I know myself very well that when I stop going outdoors and I stop going for walks, it's, it's like the check engine light is coming on in my car and I need to figure out what's wrong with me. Because for me, that can be the very beginning signs of a depression. You know, I manage depression and anxiety on an ongoing basis. So as you guys know that go through that, it ebbs and flows. And I can start to feel that depression kind of like tapping me on the shoulder. And at the end of the day, when I just, you know, would want to get outside and go for a walk, I start making up excuses as to why it's too hard because I have both of the kids in the late afternoon. So I've got to, you know, I can't like fully enjoy myself on this walk because I'm hyper vigilant about, you know, making sure my daughter's okay because she'll ride her bike and making sure Javi's okay and making sure Chewy's okay. And those are all excuses. Okay. Those are all realities, but they're also really good excuses. And so sometimes when I think about what it's going to take to get these children out the door, come on, put your shoes on, come on, get your stuff. Oh my, like, girl, I'm just like, I don't even want to do this today. Like, and I'm watching myself not go outdoors when the weather has been absolutely beautiful. And I know you better nip that shit in the ass because that is a warning sign of depression trying to come back in. And we're not about to let that happen. So, you know, I can still go out in the afternoons with my kids and we can go to the park and we can go for a walk. But if I want to go for a walk where it's truly enjoyable for me and not have to worry and be hyper vigilant about making sure other people are okay, then guess what? I need to go do that first thing in the morning or I need to do that while, you know, in the middle of the day while they're at school. Right. And, you know, that walk will probably be either with myself and I might bring Chewy as well um, because I really do enjoy 
having him with me. And, um, sometimes though, I just want it to be me. So I don't have to worry about anybody. Right. I don't have to keep worrying about sometimes he likes to stop a lot. Anyway, no more excuses. I have to move my body every single day. And so here's what you don't want to do. If you've been kind of just sitting on your ass and not walking and doing any exercise, and then you tell yourself, I'm going to go hard. I'm going hard at the gym. I'm going to like do 60 to 90 minutes of P90X or the treadmill or the stair. No, girl, mm -mm, that's not going to work for you. Again, we're not going zero to 100. We go zero to one, one to two, two to three, three to four. So right now, this week, my goal is 15 minutes minimum, 15 minutes minimum of walking outdoors. Anything above and beyond 15 minutes is, is like, you know, it's just icing on the cake. It's, it's extra. And it's like a bonus. Any workouts that I do, cause if I do workouts, I, I mean, you guys, there, there's really no excuse. If you're like, I don't have a gym membership. I don't have this. You don't need any of that. You need YouTube and a place to move because there are so many free workouts and just fun things that you can do on YouTube. And if I do anything like that, so that would be extra. We're just talking this week about walking. So my goal is to track everything I eat, to walk at least 15 minutes per day. The other thing, and for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see my water here. Um, is water. Now I am very good about filling this guy up. This is a 32 ounce cup. Um, I fill this tumbler up every morning. I do my water with a little bit of the pink lemonade crystal light, or I think it's like Walmart brand. I don't know. And I'm very good about drinking my waters. I'm not good about getting in the hundred ounces. So my goal is 100 ounces of water per day, which means I need to fill this guy up. For those of you watching on the video and the podcast, I apologize. You cannot see. I need to fill this up at least three times throughout the day. So for me, that would be first thing in the morning, right? First thing in the morning when I go downstairs for lunch in the afternoon and around dinner time. Any other water consumption outside of those three times is a bonus. But my goal is to get in at least a hundred ounces a day. And I know, even though I'm really good about doing this first thing in the morning, every single day, I haven't been continuing it. I like, I know I haven't been getting in a hundred ounces of water and I feel that. And I will tell you, I did not, this is going to sound so weird. I did not drink water until I was in my twenties swear to God, like I did not drink water. And I look back at that and I think it is so odd and so strange, but I just didn't, I didn't start drinking water till I was in like my early twenties. And I'm to the point now where I can't get through a day without having my water. I just feel gross. I feel swollen. I feel sluggish. I feel bloated. And so we're going to get that hundred ounces of water in. Now, last week, when I talked to you guys about goals and how you can't have too many goals at one time, we love an ambitious girl. Okay. But 
if I were to come on here today and tell you the 10 goals I'm setting for myself this week to get myself back in the game, that is very unrealistic. Okay. So these are my three goals. Track the food, walk 15 minutes a day, no days off, and 100 ounces of water per day. That's what we're going to focus on this week. And then on Friday, we're going to get on the scale and we're going to see the results. And then we're going to take that number and we're going to use that number to create data to create a plan for what's working and what's not working going forward for the week, the week to follow. So I will then come and do a second episode. I'm going to do this weekly um, and share with you guys what's been working, what's not working, what is my way in. And you guys can follow along if you would like to. I'm going to be sharing more of that behind the scenes kind of stuff, like what I'm eating, or I might share screenshots of my tracking to be accountable over on my Instagram. That is where I'm the most active. Currently, my Instagram is at Irresistible Icing. I have been going back and forth for months now. <laughs> if I'm going to change that to Irresistible You podcast, um, just because Irresistible Icing was my original blog back in the day. It's really not part of my brand anymore. I mean, it's always going to be part of me, but it's not really, it doesn't really represent the overall brand of the podcast and what I'm doing here. So that might be changing. And I've just been hesitating because when you change your Instagram handle, it like disconnects anywhere you've been linked or tagged or whatever, but maybe that's good. Maybe it's time for a fresh start. So for now, it's at Irresistible Icing, okay? And that is where I will be the most active, where I share the most, and where you can connect with me, you know, outside of the podcast. There is also the podcast discussion group that's on Facebook. That is a free group to join. Um, I do post the new episodes and when things are available within the group, I have some ideas on how to kind of rejuvenate that group and get things popping over there again. But for right now, um, that's just not a priority on the list, but it will get there. <laughs> so I hope you guys join in with me and you check in and, hey, I want you guys to hold me accountable for real and be like, hey, how are you doing this week? How's it going? Um, and I will do the same with you because we have to have that support in this process. And I am dedicated and committed to making this for real. Like as soon as I break out of these two thirties, which I know by Monday, when I come back with you guys next week, I know that by then I will have broken out of the two thirties. And when I tell you I have no intention and no plan of going back to that number again, and I will do everything in my power to stay conscious, to stay mindful, and to stay active consistently in my journey to make sure that that never happens. Because there's absolutely no reason for me to ever, 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 ever weigh over 230 pounds again for the rest of my life. Just like we're not going to 240, 250, 260. We're not doing that anymore. We're never going to see those numbers again. And feeling empowered to know I get to control that. I get to dictate that. And if I take my eye off the ball and if I don't stay, you know, top of mind with my goals on a daily basis, we might end up, excuse me, we might end up there again. 
And I can't do that anymore. I just can't. I have too many reasons why the weight needs to come off. It just does. And as the journey goes on, I will share, you know, tips and tricks and the mental stuff, the emotional stuff. And I mean, obviously you guys, there's almost 200 episodes on this podcast that all directly relate back to how to lose the emotional weight, how to love yourself, how to go through these journeys. And if you don't do that work, you will see 270 again. You will put the hundred pounds back on. Okay. And I also just want to reiterate that give credit to yourself for where you are. If you've had a five pound weight loss, a 10, I mean, weight gain, a 10 pound weight gain, or even more acknowledging and reminding yourself that you're still not where you used to be. And I have to remember that as well, right? Because we get so caught in the weeds of, I gained 10 pounds, I gained five pounds. I was almost under the 220 mark. And it's like, okay, but here we are. This is where we are today. So let's meet ourselves where we are today. Okay. And again, a reminder that we need to focus on the process and not the outcome, right? Yes, I want to get, so right now, my first kind of like goal in this resetting of the journey is to get back out of the 230s, okay? But I'm not going to sit here and focus so much on the numbers and uh, I'm going to focus on those three things that I told you of how I'm going to get there. Tracking, walking, water. Tracking, walking, water. Okay. Those are the three, um, actions that I can control that I know I can do every single day and something that I'm going to need to do for the rest of my life, because I don't want anyone going on a diet or doing some kind of ridiculous bullshit thing that is not sustainable for the rest of your life. You should not be doing things that you cannot sustain for the long run. These three things that I told you, I know that I have to do for the rest of my life. I've been doing them for years. I've just been inconsistently doing them for a while. And that's okay. You're going to have times where shit gets inconsistent. Again, what matters is get your ass back in the game. Get your focus back. Remind yourself why this matters. Remind yourself why you want to lose the weight. And looking in the mirror and ripping yourself apart and calling yourself disgusting and saying how much you hate yourself is not a reason. Because if that is how you feel motivated to lose the weight, that will not go away when you get to your goal. Because you will continue to rip and shred yourself apart no matter what size you are. And remember what I said earlier. I can be unhappy with the actual weight and still be happy with myself. That has taken a very long time for that to happen for me. But that is where I'm at. I am not disgusting. I am not gross. I am not a shitty person. I am not a horrible person just because I've gained weight. No. I have weight to lose. And I, if I liked the weight, I wouldn't want to lose it. <laughs> like, let's just be honest and call it what it is. You know, I'm all about self-love and loving ourselves, obviously. But 
this shit that's preached out here online sometimes about how we have to love every inch of ourselves and we have, no, you don't have to love every inch of yourself. You don't have to love the extra weight, but you, what you have to do is you have to love yourself enough to want to lose the weight for the last time. You have to love yourself enough to lose the weight because you cannot lose the weight from a place of hating yourself and expect it to last forever. Okay. All right. So that's about all I'm going to say on that. So I hope you enjoy 10 pounds, 10 times. The series is back. We're sticking to it. We're being consistent. We're being accountable and we are going to get where we want to go. We're, we're going to rock it. We're going to feel irresistible. We're going to do the damn thing. Okay. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, if you love the podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. If you want to connect with me again, I'm over at um, Instagram at Irresistible Icing. You can also join the Facebook group. All of those links are in the show notes. I love you guys so much. Until the next one, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.